It's Thursday, November 4th, and today is a national holiday specifically for me. It's National Candy Day, guys. <clears throat> and you are watching it or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello, gentlemen. Isn't it a little strange that National Candy Day comes four days after Halloween? Do you think that's a made-up holiday to maybe sell through the candy? They're all made-up holidays, Mike. They're all made-up holidays. No, these were come. They came from on mountains on a high, Josh. All of the holidays we have today came in the Ten Commandments. That's common knowledge, right? Mm. Did we just get beeped? Yeah, <laughs> Ten Commandments. Yeah, I said, God Can smited fire me that right, intern, as, like, right as I made the joke. God smited me. That's what you get for hiring your interns out of Wheaton College. <laughs> Wheaton. <laughs> Wheaton. Always a beef with Wheaton. <sighs> so it's four days from now. It's National Dentist Day, Mike. It's all it's all a conspiracy. Oh, that, oh, I can't wait. Let me put it in my calendar right now. <laughs> uh, Mike Leach, though, is somewhere in a sugar coma. I'm sure you've all seen the video of Mike Leach talking about candy corns and nerd yeah. clusters. Yeah. We are sponsored by candy corn and nerd clusters, by the way. <laughs> if you guys knew that. True. Now we do. Yeah. Uh, also, guys. No, we this, haven't seen any of that money. Haven't no, seen. I haven't shared any of it. Uh, it they just It's all trade. I have 1,400 <laughs> gallons of candy corn sitting over here. By God, the worst candy on the planet. And some people like it. Who on this? Who likes candy corn? Anybody? I like candy corn. Oh, my God. Hear me out. Five peanuts, one candy corn. That ratio, all at the same time. Really? Five I peanuts, can, one candy corn. I mean, that I might be the only way I'd consider eating a candy corn is eating five peanuts and one candy corn at once. Oh, yeah. A fresh that's, that's candy corn. Candy. It's got to be fresh. And if it's fresh, I can eat a 1,000 of them. Oh, really? A little old, I can only have. You, know, you guys want to hear a quick story about exactly. peanuts? No. Okay, Not so really. what's the first topic today? So, oh, we got to introduce this. I'm going to save go. that story for later. This isn't we only on have the, 40 minutes. I know. This is a big on this day, guys. You know, I do on this day in history. True story. On this day in history, 14 years ago today, I was physically accosted by Oprah Winfrey. It's true. Hmm. It's true. I'm not That's joking. True. I'll tell the story. Maybe if we have time at the end, I'll tell the story. I but hope. it's true. I will do I everything accosted. in my power to make sure we don't have time. You don't. Know, yes. Oh, were you accosted by Oprah Winfrey recently? Maybe I was, but Maybe I'm not going to tell it on a damn Maybe show. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you don't have an amazing story like I have that I could tell on this show. Write a book. Get your own show. All right. Welcome to Uniform Exchange, a comedic look at sports, sports, business, and live entertainment. Let's meet the panel with no interruptions. Shut the fuck up. I'm Michael Myers. Chris, I'm going to lift the interruptions thing here for a second. I'm Michael Myers, owner of the Sports Marketer, and Chris... It's subsidiaries. It's subsidiaries, including Birdie Box, the greatest luxury gifting platform on the planet. 20 years in this glorious industry, and I'm not even 30 yet. It's amazing. Our first panelist. You've heard of the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Well, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street is afraid of this guy. <laughs> That's right. 
He watches the NBA. His dog Snoop is dope as Seven years of sponsorship and media expertise and an Ohio Bobcat fellow sports marketer, the big sports guy, Josh Kyles. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're welcome. I like the Sweeney Todd reference, too. Yeah, right. Nice. Only one of us has killed so a barber. I'm so excited today. I forgot about that. Yeah. You forgot you killed a barber. I did. I forgot. I, well, that's something you try to bury down deep. Okay. You do. <laughs> Our next guest discovered exactly how much alcohol can be consumed per day without becoming an alcoholic. And he lives right there. Right there. <laughs> uh, he understands Timing. that the Timing. most important part <laughs> of comedy Timing. is... Thank you. Timing. Oh, it's time. Yes, there we go. Improv comedian, father of three, Goose Island Zone, dead number two, Mike Smith. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Very well. Uh, before off. we go on, uh, can I do a little something? Oh, yeah, sure. I had uh, something come in the mail. I think this is uh, catching on. Uh, but look what I got. Just in time to get kicked off the podcast. Just as a true story, and I don't think I'm joking, I'm pretty sure your volume's not coming through that microphone because it didn't get any louder when you held it up to your face. Uh, That's the speaker. Nope, you have a great prop (laughs) is what you have. That's fantastic. Well done. Thanks for prepping. Okay, that is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Did we have someone send me a busted mic? I just get played. It's not wireless. You got to plug the damn thing in. Do you have a plugged in? It's plugged in. It's plugged. Oh, I'm that's going good. on mute. I'm going on mute. You guys have a good show. I'll just Thanks. be. Smiling. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it was good it. seeing we'll you. We'll figure it out for the next show. Jesus Christ. We'll see you next And week. lastly, this man served as co contributing author to the Sherman Antitrust Act of 1890. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I messed that up. To the Sherman Antitrust Act of 18. That's hard to say. 132 years of experience in marketing, sponsorship, activation, branding, and clearly time travel, author of the Fan Cost Index, and owner and CEO of Team Marketing Report, the angry one himself, Chris Hartwig. Hey, thanks for having me here. I'm excited to be here, unlike Josh. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, Mike's still trying to figure out his microphone. Good work, guys. Okay. <laughs> I have I nothing think to say. I have nothing to say. Yeah, that's all right. Time. Rack it up, rack it up, I got a bit of Make me a safe house. Shake it up, shake it up. She got her hands on it. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, there it is. Can you hear me now? now? Yeah, maybe move There's the mic button away from that I had to hit, and I just hit it. Okay, maybe move it away from your face. We'll be good. <laughs> move it away. There we go. All right. Uh, you guys may have heard that uh, something happened in Major League Baseball this week. There was a World Series. Yep, that's right. There was a World Series. And congratulations to Jim Allen, Mark Lehman, and the rest of the guys in the Atlanta Braves for capturing their first World Series in the last 26 years, guys. 26 years. Thank you. Thank you, Chipper Jones. Thank you for beating the Houston cheating Astros uh, and making the world a better place. We don't have an opinion on those. Congrats to Chipper Jones and Smoltz and all those guys. They did it. They did. Finally did it. Are we congratulating (laughs) guys that have been retired for six years? Congratulations, Wade Walter and Dale Dale Murphy. Congratulations to Hank Aaron and Dale Murphy. Steve Bedrosian, 
Dale Swain, Swain. I don't know if you ever played All for right, them. We're Tim Tuffle. Now we're going too deep now. It's Tim Talaferro. No, I'm just making stuff up. It's enough. <sighs> Jorge Soler. Is he going by Jorge or George Soler? Jorge. Jorge Soler, MVP. I, I honestly, guys, I'm not sure if you saw the scene at Truist Park, but it was pretty cool. Actually, they did a watch party at the Brave Stadium, and it was. It was pretty amazing. I will tip my hat to that. Um, the Braves averaged 11.8 million viewers for the show. By the way, did you guys watch? Did you guys get a chance to watch any of it? The World Series? Yeah. I did not watch a minute of it. Oh, my God. Just next time I ask that lie, Jesus. I, said, I lied. Was it only I lied. The fan, uh, Thank you for lying, Josh. On Twitter. And Mike watched the cell phone clip. Just for the viewing audience, these guys actually do watch these things, but they want me to go nuts when I get They know I'm going to ask if they've watched it, and they just line up bullcrap answers about how they didn't watch anything. They never watch anything. What if you stop? Like, you start in the first five minutes with some kind of nonsense bullshit pretending that you don't swear. Bullcrap. Let it out. Let it out. Let What's wrong with your microphone? You oh you don't even have an excuse. God. You've had a microphone for a while. Oh my god, you guys are such it's got amateur hour over here. Would you stop interrupting me? Because yeah, my point was that the World Series was like actually I was I was mad I didn't watch because your volume's games. coming through your AirPods, genius. Well, so we're gonna come back to that. you. You were gonna come back to you. Uh all right. Uh the Braves are averaging eleven point eight million for those games, got fourteen million for the final. Game six, which brings us to our newest segment. What sports best, best moment is less impactful than a regular season NFL, NFL game? game? Huh? <laughs> what sports <laughs> biggest moment is less impactful than a regular season NBA game? The latest candidate is game six of the World Series with 14 million viewers Thursday night's Regular season NFL game between the Packers and the Cardinals had twenty million. That was a good game. It was that was I have that I have that in my laser disc collection. <laughs> oh my god. Chris, hopefully you got your stuff squared away because I'm gonna go to you here in a second. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but we're gonna do this. New me, topic. Sir, new topic. You for new, a new topic. topic new topic. You can trouble me for a new topic. And that new topic is this. In the NFL, speaking of the NFL, you guys may have heard a little something about some emails. Mike's mm-hmm. got a great idea about the little search function, which I love. You might have heard that John Gruden somehow was the only person in all those emails to say anything negative, although nobody's seen any of the rest of the emails. Turns out he didn't like that. He didn't think that was fair. So while he negotiated his out his out with the Raiders and his buyout, his settlement is going to cost him about $50 million. And so he is considering suing Roger Goodell and the national football league. You know what I would do if I was in his shoes? What would you do? I think you have some old emails you could probably bring to the surface (laughs) using a quick search function and share it with people and get maybe a little bit more money. You think he's got some emails? I think his emails were the ones that got him in trouble. It's part of the problem. Look at all these other emails on top of those emails. He's already in trouble, so he might as well just put the shit out there. He's not going (laughs) to lose another job, but he could take everybody (laughs) else down. How can you lose a job you don't already have? (laughs) 
That's true. Uh, a Mad Cower on the SBJ Buzzcast was quoting Peter King talking about how tone deaf Roger Goodell sounded when he was talking about the penalties being just with Daniel Snyder. Uh, I mean, th- this whole situation has just been sort of punted around, I guess, if I want to bar- fumbled a bit. I think um, Goodell when- is auditioning for fake Mark Emmert. <laughs> He's going to get a role. There's no question. But when Peter King's criticizing you, you've done something. Peter King's a pretty <laughs> open-minded, nice guy. Um, Mark Davis did offer up his personal barber to uh, John Gruden for his hearing, though, which was nice. That was nice. Uh, speaking of football and speaking of Green Bay, which we talked about in the last one, Chris, you've been following closely a story developing in northern Wisconsin. Go ahead. Yeah, um, you might have heard of this uh, ponytailed insurance salesman, Aaron Arad Rogers. Oh my A-Rod. god, I love it when you guys think you're funny by mispronouncing people's names. Like the crowd's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said, I can't believe he said that." That was great. He's literally like the Vax Vax Myers is literally the worst. Go ahead, Chris. What Can you change the shit. graphic, please? Oh, I don't have a graphic. I sent you the. I sent you one. You sent me something. I have I a story have leading graphic. into what you're about to say. I think, Chris. Okay. How Mike, cool let's, is it, Mike? That... Let's save that. Let's save that story for our podcast. That okay. We're gonna, oh, okay. we're going to be starting here in about three minutes. <laughs> I just, yeah. So, Josh, I just wanted to point out that yeah. Rogers grew out his hair for over a year for his Halloween mm-hmm. costume of John Wick. That guy gets two points in my book and three in yours on our next podcast. I think Genius. that's almost as impressive as Chris Hartway growing out a full mustache within six days it's to, to be Ted Lasso way. last week for a Halloween episode. Where did your friend go? Why is your friend way, not on your lip anymore? I, let me just bring this down a bunch of notches. I had to go to a funeral. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can't have a mustache know. at a funeral? You can't. So, no. He actually had a funeral for that his is, mustache. It, that That's is literally crazy. new news to me, yeah, and I wasn't talking about so many people. Yeah. Yeah, he had a funeral and, for his mustache. I, yeah, I didn't go to a funeral. I didn't oh, a funeral. Okay. By the way, I'm before going on you mute go again. any further, before you go any further, Chris, you say you sent me a graphic. Did you mail it to me? Like oh, I, in the I mail? Sent, no, I sent you the to... title. A Rod Vax Tracks Reacts. I sent oh. That. Okay, guys, I'm just going to say it out right, loud. So, For those of you at home, A-Rod, <laughs> Vax Tracks, Reacts, Chris. Hey, thanks. All right, so there's this guy, uh, the Aaron Rodgers, at a press conference in August, before the beginning of the season, when he was bitching and moaning about Brian Gunquist and what's-his-nuts, the head coach, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, my God. And how irresponsible or you know, whatever they were, <clears throat> you know, how they're mishandling his situation, he was asked – he was vaccinated and he said he was he was immunized and people were kind of like what what does that mean and he quickly kind of said he's not going to judge the unvaccinated players and then he changed the subject so now it's no it's no what why are you laughing at me we are 37 minutes over (laughs) on our time for a podcast and i have no idea what you're getting at like I'm I'm learning this story for the first time, and I don't know where you're going. And right. we can only hear thirty percent of it anyway. Is it really still bad? It's on this mic. 
It's amazing. Keep going. All right, hold on. <laughs> Plugged in. All right. So anyway, the point is that a report came out yesterday that Rogers tested positive for COVID and he was not vaccinated. He had tried to get an exemption because he was wanted to use some holistic medicine treatment, apparently, uh, you know, like uh, take some organic uh, dandelions and some uh, jicama and some horseradish and snort it or something. Uh, or no I've worries. We're going to put subtitles so, on the screen, guys. We'll figure it out. So anyway, the, N- the NFL surprisingly denied his request, but did nothing else about it. Just like Dan Snyder, they've done nothing about it. Uh, how was he able to play? I don't know. Uh, but he was. And so now he's out for 10 days because of COVID. Uh, he was at a party as John Wick with his teammates with no mask with COVID because two players, uh, the defensive coordinator and the third string quarterback are all out with, on the COVID list already. And he's at this party with his backup at it as well, which is uh, what's his, why, why am I forgetting? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Good. The lover. So now what happens if he's out? They've got no quarterbacks and maybe they'll get wide receivers back. this week. So, what is the deal? There's 94.1% of the NFL players are vaccinated. And Aaron Rodgers isn't with no valid reason. And now the whole team is getting sick. I mean, yeah, on. the part that jumped out to me was that he was asked about this months ago, whether he was vaccinated. And his response was, yeah, 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 I'm immunized. <clears throat> and they That's what I said just, at the beginning. They just understood that he meant he was vaccinated, which he wasn't. He was just saying that in his opinion, evidently, he had been immunized. In did, some I, fashion. did I say that? We're not sure because we only heard 30% of what you said. You might have. I'm not exactly sure what you said. And honestly, honestly. you said a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe you might have said that. Oh, my God. Can we play Uh, a little game? Myers, I know we're off script. We're way over time. I'm going to play a little game. It's called if we any one of us could have just done what Chris just did. That's a game. Let's give it a go. Aaron Rodgers has COVID and can't play this weekend. Thank you. Next topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I would add Aaron Rodgers lied about getting vaccinated, got the virus, and now can't play this week. And by the way, in the NFL, the only way that costs anybody any money, because it doesn't cost anybody money any yet, but if enough of their team gets it, they have to forfeit, he potentially would cost his entire team, every single one, their game salary, and the opposing team. Every single person would lose their game. Wait, what? I didn't that's a big that. chunk of change. That's the NFL rule about if a game gets canceled because you have all the resources to not get your games canceled. If you get a game canceled, nobody gets paid. Nobody. So come on, dude. Seriously. Come on. Just come on. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, that's, I that's hate. That's what I meant to say. We're the thing is, to it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> fall back on I the Packers. It's gonna fall that's back the on the Packers the because they knew that's what I meant to say. They yes. knew he wasn't vaccinated. It's going to fall back on the Packers. They're probably going to get punished in some way. Do you think and they knew they, he wasn't vaccinated? How would they not? Well, I, well, legally, he couldn't do most of the things he was doing if he wasn't vaccinated because was he wasn't. Just, well, that's the problem. Was it just an honor system? You're like, yeah, I got vaccinated. I guess. Here's but they, you're, but you're right. But you're still right. The NFL 
team is going to be who gets fined, not not yeah. Aaron Rodgers, most likely. Yeah. So this should be interesting with uh, the roller coaster microphone that is Chris Hartwig. We're now handing this off because today is actually a big day in the Chris Hartwig world. Team marketing report released one of its four big four huge pillar moments of the year, the fan cost index for the NFL. And we happen to have Chris Hartwig on the show today to talk a little bit about it, but uh, we'll see if we can hear Chris, you're up. All right. So is the mic still doing that? Is it still giving problems? Yes, but go ahead. We can hear you talking short spurts because when you start talking longer, it gets quieter. That's what I've noticed. So go ahead. That's very strange. I apologize, mm-hmm. friends. Uh, yeah, we put out the fan cost index, uh, went live uh, yesterday afternoon. Exciting times around here for TMR. Exciting and, times around uh, there for TMR. I'll translate. Go ahead. So. <laughs> Keep going. I heard that this has better reviews already than the World Series, so at least we're we're good on that. 14.2 million people tuning in to hear Chris Mime. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Is your dial-up down, Chris? Okay. Day before yesterday. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very well. Yeah. Super All right. Well. So we put out the fan, uh, co- the fan cost index. I'm really sharp today. Uh, it's the cost of a family of four to attend an NFL game. The average. Across the NFL is five hundred and sixty-eight dollars and eighteen cents. That's up. What, and then what? What they attend the game? They buy two hats. They buy it's, how many hot dogs? It's four tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas, two beers, two hats for souvenirs, and parking. And parking. All right. Thank Jesus. you. So five hundred fifty-eight. You can be all right there, Mike. Five hundred fifty-eight dollars for a family of four to go. Sixty-eight dollars. That's up fourteen dollars from last year. Uh, 2.8%. And the uh, average ticket price in the NFL we have at uh, for general seating is $107.05. That's up $2.17 from last year. So, real so, quick, $2 yeah. up, 2% up from last year for the overall, and $2 up per ticket across the league. What is it compared to two years ago, Chris? Do you know? Because last year obviously is a very interesting and random year to compare to. What would it have been two years ago? Yeah, the the costs against uh, twenty nineteen are they're pretty comparable. I mean, you're going to have I, I'm, so they went down a bit in twenty twenty, and they've come back no, up a little bit in twenty twenty one. No, no, because what we had was we had the pricing that we used last year was before COVID because the season tickets and oh, okay. things right. like that, were, so pre-COVID we had that gotcha. information. Okay. Good. So that was up. You don't have to keep going. Months. That made sense. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Uh, Mike, what were you going to say, buddy? Could you imagine what kind of party you could throw with $562 <laughs> at home with a family <laughs> just, of four? I just thought you were going to say just in general. Could you imagine just in general, the party I mean, you could throw with $562? That's five times more money than I have in my wallet at any given time during the year. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. So, Chris, who was the most expensive <clears throat> ticket? Who, who would you guys think is the most expensive? Mike, who do you think? I would say, based on my research, that... Um... Okay. Josh, who do you think? <laughs> Josh, who do you well, think is the most expensive? <clears throat> well, I know 
the answer already? So do you want me to act like I don't know the answer and guess? Yes. Or oh, you just know. Say, Mike, do you know the answer? I think it's Las Vegas. Yeah. Ding, ding, I ding. can confirm that that is correct. Yeah. Who's the least expensive? Is it? Is it who I thought and, it was? And are you talking about tickets? Or are you talking about the whole fan cost? The whole f- experience. The least expensive fan cost index team is uh, the Bengals at four thirty seven thirty. So the range so, is four thirty seven to what? And the, what uh, yeah, and the Raiders are seven seventy eight fifty six. So there's a three uh, three hundred and forty one dollar difference. For those of you listening to Chris, that's a three hundred and forty one dollar difference between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals seven hundred and seventy something to four hundred and forty something. Correct. So if you're yes. in Cincinnati, so if you're in Cincinnati, you could almost go to a Bengals and a Reds game. You yep. could with that whole family yeah. for the same cost as one game in Las Vegas. Well, yeah, Chris, do you have readily what's the fan cost index average sport wise? Like oh, uh, across all four? No, just per sport. Oh That's- yeah, all right. So 2021 MLB average was. 253.64. Okay. Um, NFL, NFL was 568.18. 568. Um, okay. I don't have the most recent NBA or NHL. What were the last ones you had, but, though? But 1920 is what I have for uh, NHL. <laughs> not not the year 1920. 2019, 2020. That's 424. And uh, nickel tickets. Four dollars. Four dollars and twenty four cents. dollars and sixty two cents. NBA was four hundred and thirty dollars and twenty five cents in the 2019 I'm we're working on uh, the twenty twenty one numbers for both of those right now. To be fair. The stats he pulled were from 30 years after he did the Sherman Act. So right, it it's, was an anniversary year. For that. I'm not as sharp, <laughs> Mike. I'm so upset that I stepped on your imitation of an old timey uh, hot dog vendor or whatever you were doing there. It's okay. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Uh, this when the was, time's right. This was to be on the screen. We'll just flash that up real quick. Look at that. Raiders up here. Bengals down here. So wait, the four quadrants, Chris, yep. what's the upper left quadrant is? So the upper left, well, okay. So here's, can you see the mic? Yeah, we can see it. Keep talking. Cursor. All right. So uh, the higher you go is the higher the cost over here on the, to the um, left. Okay. The That's the Y high. axis. Yep. And over this way is from the largest market right here, New York, number one, LA, number two, all the way to the so Green uh, Bay is the smallest tail. market so, and in the middle of price. Steelers are the third smallest market, middle of price. Buffalo is the second smallest market, but on the low end of price right. and so forth. What Whereas you expect the Raiders are, are middle middle sized market, but way high. Way high. What yeah. you expect are these teams in here, um, these teams in here that are uh, the bigger markets to be more expensive. What, yeah, you so expect it to be a line from upper left to lower right yeah, if it just yeah, went by much. market size. Yeah, pretty much because of cost it's of living and those things. So you're saying, you know, I so guess my Cardinals you, are a bargain. If you're an insufferable, you know, a Jets fan uh, with that That's insufferable team, you're you're actually getting a, a bargain to go uh, beat your brains in. Um, there you go. What's interesting when I when I was asking about least expensive ticket or or FCI, we're officially least, eight minutes over. So keep okay. going. Okay. Well, this is this is my final point. Is you guys tell me in, to stop you all the time. So should I stop you now? No, because I want to oh, okay. make this point, and then we okay. can new topic. Mm-hmm. The, the least expensive team, surprisingly, 
is the L.A. Chargers. New topic, new topic, I am, I am. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Um, no, Let's that is that interesting. That's a big market and a very low. Now here's a heat map. <laughs> I think most go. people are listening to this. Just <laughs> yes, here's the <laughs> Uh Josh. Yeah, what's up, man? You watch the NBA, right? <laughs> I do. I actually watched a game last night of two teams that I do not root for, which is means I watched the NBA, yeah. Can you go backwards seven minutes in time to talk NBA? Because we need to make up some time. You're up. Yeah, so I'll go back seven days. When we Last week we talked about Mark Cuban, who is a perennial member of my top five owners in sports likability list. Yeah. Um, last week he was pissed at the RSN world, the regional sports network world. Specifically, Sinclair and Bally's, who acquired Bally's Sports, or, or putting out uh, games through Bally's Sports Networks all across the country, regionally. Uh, basically, Cuban was pissed that his fans were getting priced out of being able to watch in-market games with the DirecTV stream being the only option for uh, fans to be able to watch those games, both Mavs and Star- Dallas Stars, I guess. But between now and then, Mark Cuban said he was going to subsidize $50 a month for his fans to be able to sign up and only pay $35 a month versus the $85 that it costs. And the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Cuban, between the, the when we reported on this a week ago and now, he actually did something about it. It's crazy. I've never, I, I'm not used to people saying they're going to do something and actually doing it, which is awesome to see. He struck a deal with DirecTV Stream that would give fans $50 a month credit towards their streaming package and give them the ability to watch games that started out with their season ticket holders and then expanded to the first 10,000 fans that would sign up for this package. So it's a happy ending for now, but what's going to happen in the future for the Mavs fans that get to watch these games for now? Yeah, thank you for kicking Chris out. Oh, Chris, you have to log back in. He actually got fully kicked. That's good. Well, good because he shouldn't be back talking to me while I'm in the middle of my story. We would <laughs> never do that to him. Soon. We would never do that to him. Nope. But what I was going to say before Chris so rudely, rudely interrupted me was what's going to happen with this future dynamic? We don't quite know. Um, it's going to come to a head over the years with fans wanting to watch their team's games in market, but not necessarily having the ability to do so through their traditional cable subscriptions and, and all that. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this moving forward, but the Mavs fans get to watch their Mavs for cheaper. This season. I did go ahead, Mike. You were going to say something? No, I just think I just think this is great. We need more of this. Uh, please, everyone listening, take note of what Mr. Cuban's doing. Oh yeah. shit, he's back. Anyway, love the guy, uh, Chris. How you doing? <laughs> did you? As a side note. <laughs> And you may have talked about this already, but I was just reading uh, the athletic here that there's four, there's only four right. teams that have signed up with Sinclair out of the 42 that they have to be a part of their streaming. I wish you had gotten four out before your last segment because now your microphone works. Yeah, your mic sounds good. Sounds great. Welcome back. Face um, for radio right there. That's right. Face for radio. Um, <clears throat> I will say I, I did find, I saw, I was on a tweet chain where somebody said hey mark cuban this feels like you know some sort of backdoor thing to get more people to sign up for direct tv and cuban came back and was like that is definitely not it and then now it's official that direct tv is actually giving the 50 dollar bonus for five months for this thing now it really feels like it's just a thing to get more people to sign up for direct tv stream 
but uh, I do believe that Cuban is funding it nonetheless. <clears throat> but it will end up a lot more people on stream, so good for them. Uh, Josh, what else is going on in the NBA? Anything? Yeah, this one was uh, kind of funny, if not predictable, but the NBA wants to try to replicate uh, the reports that the NBA wants to try to replicate the Manning cast that we've seen over this past season with the the Manning brothers, Eli and Peyton. That's right. I said Eli's name first. Eli and Peyton on ESPN2 doing kind of a, a simulcast of Monday Night Football games. It's seen a lot of success there. And, of course, the NBA wants to replicate it because this is a copycat league. And they came out and said Jamal Crawford and Quentin Richardson are going to be starting an NBA Manning equivalent. Okay. My, my whole but thing they're is, not brothers. Well, it's well, not the, the equivalent. Well, they are brothers, Bullshit. but they're not biological. Okay. Come on. They... <laughs> no comment. <laughs> what? Uh, that's not what I meant. Guys. That's You're been the... nice knowing you. That was not um, what I meant. It's going to be fun to be canceled. So November the point 4th, is Myers has been canceled. I'm not quite sure that this. Yeah, it's not equivalent. Jamal Crawford, Quentin Richardson, are, they're not quite Eli and Peyton. They don't have as many Super Bowl rings amongst the two of those two guys. So I don't know how it's going to be an equivalent, but it could be an interesting conversation. Everybody's looking for content, right? It could be interesting. I mean, it could, no, it'll be good. It's not going to be the 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 media darling every week no. having a you know a viral moment or every interview they have getting a viral moment. Um, right. It's not because they're the Mannings. It, you, right. you could do it with the Currys. You know, if you wait ten years and they retire, or something. Well, like Josh, that, you watch but... the NBA. Are you going to tune in for this? No. Okay. I Josh. might. I might. Yeah, but you out. know, we'll this is the thing. Like, I watched more Monday Night Football this last week watching the Manning guys than I've watched in a long time. And it was, it was funny with, the, uh, what's his name? The Lisper, uh, Michael Strahan. For those listeners out there, Chris watched team. Monday night football more because of the Manning. Wait, did my mic funny. go out again? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, Josh, you also watched the NHL. I watched the NHL specifically when it comes to league-wide sponsorship deals. Okay, we'll talk about that then. That they sign? We'll talk about that. I do. I'm, I'm excited to be able to, and I'm so excited to be able to announce this new deal between. I can't get the, any higher. <laughs> oh, I can't. I got a nice falsetto. We'll, we'll save that for another episode. Um, yeah, they, there was a big deal announced a couple days ago between the NHL and Chipotle. I've seen his falsetto. <laughs> you've seen it or you've heard it? Oh, no, sorry. Well, I'm supposed to address that. I saw it. Go ahead. Um, yes, the NHL and Chipotle announced a three-year <laughs> partnership. It marks Chipotle's first foray into NHL sponsorship, and uh, I'm I'm happy to to be able to say this too because a friend of mine from the league office, Max Paulson, he actually helped lead the discussions on this one. So kudos to Max and his team in New York. Uh, the Chipotle CMO came out at an SBJ event last week and talked about it was. It's all part of the brand's recent push um, over the last few years to be more visible, more relevant, and more loved. And a big part of that was getting involved in sports. So, now, Josh, can you confirm that if a puck is shot over 95 miles an hour, it turns into a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a burrito trail. <laughs> a burrito oh, trail. so good. That's I'm sorry, so I couldn't good. even get it. Yeah. Through. It actually so won. Uh, it's actually being recognized as activation of the year at the no. upcoming uh, Sports Marketer Awards. You Put see a burrito screen. flying through the air. 
Yeah, it'll oh be great. Oh my god! I, 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 the, the best part is actually when the burrito then hits the goalie and just explodes all over the goalie. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna start watching. I'm gonna stop listening to the NHL and watch it. Nice, very nice. How do you pronounce the name of the sponsor? <clears throat> Everyone, how do you pronounce it, Josh? Chipotle. How do you pronounce it, Chris? Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. I was being serious because a lot of people that Chipotle. pronounce it Chipotle, I hear it no. all the time. I hear it no. all well, they're the all time. idiots. Well, Chipotle. Yep, most of them. <sighs> all right. Next topic. New topic. New topic. And we're going to speed through this one. Whoop. You guys know whoop, right? The bracelet. There it is. That's not it, but. Yes, the bracelet that measures biometrics and things like that just became the official something or other wearable biometric trackable thing. I didn't I should have written down what it's actually there's an actual official title. Whoop is it for the Women's Tennis Association. So the women will be wearing the bracelet and actual data will be coming in real time. They're going to interact and they're going to integrate that with on-screen stuff so we'll be able to see heart rates and I don't know what all else but uh pretty cool I thought uh I didn't realize this but whoop was already the wearable bracelet uh or the official wearable that's that's what it is the official wearable they're already the official wearable of the PGA and NASCAR do you guys know that yes you did I did not know that I'd love Justin Fields to wear one of these. And when the play call comes in from Matt Nagy to see what his heart rate does. Yeah. Just <laughs> spice. I was just imagining over here. The, they did the PGA and NASCAR. And I'm just imagining like the difference in those two where the PGA's guys just like flat line the whole time. And then they do a NASCAR and you just like, Oh my God. 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 They're going like 250 miles an hour the whole time. They've done they use they use that stuff on Golf Channel and and it's actually very cool is that you can see you know guys got a pressure pot Big or putt. yeah something you can see the 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 fluctuation it's cool. Well, my sure, favorite I mean, part is every time before Deshambo tees off and he hits his smelling salts, it really there's a big spike, so it's kind of cool. I was going to say to Chris, I guess if you want to be serious about it, yes, you're 100 right. That's what happens. <laughs> I was being serious. What I know, me too. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, next topic. You can't spell lunatic without NCAA. I wasn't supposed to read that, but that's what's on the screen. You can't spell lunatic without NCAA. A uh, couple of quick n- notes from the NCAA and their continuing legacy of just getting it right. Mm-hmm. Colonial Athletic Association. James Madison is a school in that conference, and they've said they're transferring. Transferring. That's what a player does. The school says they're leaving the conference to go to the Sun Belt. You guys have heard this. So what has the Colonial Athletic Association done for this year? Did you guys hear this? They've announced they're not going to let James Madison play for any conference championships if they leave. <laughs> I mean. Come on. Them, come on. Them boys petty. That, that petty. Yes. I mean, you're a student that registered for James Madison, and because the school is going to leave, the conference is going to tell all these student athletes, "Sorry, it's a big jump too. It's it's not this isn't like some lateral move. They're moving from FCS to FBS. Like who wouldn't take advantage of that if they had that opportunity? 
Yeah, I, I just was a little surprised. I mean, I get it. They didn't want him to leave, but they, that's not going to keep him there, and they can't do I mean, if, if they tried to do that, I bet a lawsuit would crush it. It has to be. There's going to be a lawsuit, and it will, it'll be reversed. All right, so that was one. That wasn't the NCAA. That was really the CAA. Now we're going to get to the NCAA. How many people on this panel have heard the story about the UMass tennis team? Two of you. One of you. Okay, so here's the quick update, or here's the quick overview. Years Would you like ago, me to do it because I can no. do it really quickly. Uh, I bet you can. Uh, 2016, the UMass tennis team and the basketball team separately, whatever, were accidentally by the university directly deposited into their student accounts, given some sort of reimbursement that they weren't supposed to get. Not like twelve thousand dollars a person, not like tuition. $126 to one tennis player, $126 to her roommate that was then directly applied to something else, whatever it was for a telecommunications thing. The worst part about it was that if you lived off campus, you got this thing. And if you lived on campus, you didn't get this. And one time ever, it was sent to them. Then the university realized they had done it, corrected it, self-regulated, told the NCAA that it had happened. And then, boom, move forward. Now, unbeknownst, this was all happening unbeknownst to the players or anything, right? And as a matter of fact, it didn't even happen at the time. They realized that later and self-reported that this had happened later. So it wasn't even detected while it was happening. The women's tennis team specifically went on to win the conference championship, all these amazing things. And now they are going to vacate all of those championships and wins over $252. The NCAA has come down hard for all the competitive advantages that that tennis franchise and that tennis team gained from that one player accidentally getting $100 she wasn't supposed to get. And now the whole thing is didn't ever happen. And I just feel like that's just. I just feel like that's proportional. I think thank that's the goodness, right way to handle Thank it. goodness there's somebody out there protecting the sanctity of the game. That's all I have to and, say about it. And protecting the players, right? I mean, because that's what the NCAA is for. It's there to protect the players. And this, this right here has served its purpose. They've protected the players in this instance. They crushed it. Yeah, how do you guys feel? That's the story. So how do you feel? I have an app on my phone that anytime my wife makes a purchase at Target, it goes off and I report the card stolen. I've saved so much money over time and we are a more loving couple because of it. I have no idea where I was going with that. This segment was brought to you by Truebill, where we won't let you get cheated. And we won't cost you your season's victories by tracking all of the payments to you. And I mean, it, come on, guys. This is a joke. It's right? ridiculous. It's so dumb. It's, a joke. Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. They got to fix this. They got to fix that. They, they, they can fix it. They have to fix it. You can't do that over $252 five years ago. I feel like there are some things happening with the uh, the NCAA, our good old friends at the, the NC2A that feel like, and we'll talk about another story coming up right after I'm finished speaking these words, that feel like a kind of last grasp at power a little bit. Like, yeah, doesn't oh, it? Just, doesn't hey, it feel like that? I want to assert myself. Of all the things you could do, all the things you need to work on that we've right. talked about, this is what you want to put a I just don't, flagpole yeah. down on? 
I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, that that's one example. The other example we were going to give Josh just referenced is the dichotomy of two things that happened within the same week. On one hand, you've got Mark Few, who I think Mark Few is great, and Mark Few made a mistake. Uh, this is an attack on Mark Few. He's Mark made Few, a few. He's made a few mistakes. But yeah, but Mark Few nice. got pulled over, got a DUI. They've, the video has surfaced. He was not an honorable person as he was getting this DUI and was, you know, kind of feeling. He was his doing the Tony Larusa shtick. Yeah. He's doing what every professional athlete and coach does or anybody famous or anybody with a position of power does of the do you know who I am kind of thing, uh, for lack of a better paraphrased phrase. But he did all that, endangered lives, all those things. You see what happened with rugs when you drink and drive and you do something stupid. Bad, bad, bad things happen. He got nothing from the NCAA. He got a three-game during exhibition and baloney games suspension from the university. The NCAA didn't do anything to him. Nothing. Now, at the same time, University of Illinois, Kofi Coburn, preseason player of the year in the Big Ten. You said Coburn? Coburn, yep. Well, preseason national player of the year <laughs> by many people. Thought he was going to the NBA. Entered the trunk the player's trunk is what it's called. The player's yep, trunk where yep. they sell, they can sell some, some gear two and a half weeks before NIL became legal because he wasn't going to be in college anymore. Then he decided to come back to college, decided to come back to Illinois and said, I'm going to donate anything that's sold during that time. I'm just going to donate it to charity. Cause it was, you know, clearly it was two weeks before the thing, whatever. Well, the NCAA saw that and said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. You're not going to make any money off of this. You're not going to make any money off of this? Well, that's a three-game suspension. So the NCAA well, gave a guy a three-game suspension. And it doesn't come down till after the silly games are over. Right. So now he's going to miss. During the Gavit games, exactly. He's going to miss the game, two, two, two jokey games, but then the Marquette right. Gavit Right, the Gavit game. games, yeah. And so, there was another part yeah. of the punishment, right? He has to repay the amount that was generated from selling that apparel. Which he already said months ago that he was donating to charity. Yeah. Well, that, but he'll have to then, he'll now have to repay that again as part of yeah. his punishment if, if it stands. I'm getting a report right now. <laughs> yep. Right now that the way that you said his name's Coburn, that's not how his name is spelled, but the it's way not. that that Cockburn will be gathering funds to repay the amount that was generated from him selling team issued apparel will yeah. be by. Selling more team issued apparel, <laughs> right? Which is legal now, exactly. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that was sucks. a report that just came in right now. From the kid's got to sit three games, it's a joke. He's suspended, it makes him look like he did something terrible. And Mark Few over here is driving drunk and he doesn't get anything, it just doesn't make sense. The NCAA is just whack. Well, uh, Mike Smith, I think you need you're to sure go. it's Cope. You sure it's Coburn? It is, it is Coburn. Mike, do you How need to go, spelled? buddy? C O C K. That's Coburn. Yep, That's it is. Burn. What's up, Mike? Okay. <laughs> no, I got to take off, guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you all have the final word this week. We love you, and we'll see you soon. Your microphone sounds fantastic. Thank you. I would yeah, like to thank to uh, the person who sent this to me this week. It shall remain anonymous, um, but it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Same. Guy it was Myers. Myers, thank you so much. You're the best man. <laughs> see you, Mikey. All right. See you guys. Yeah. All right, we move on to the important news. NBC Sports Network, no longer. This is just really an announcement. Finally, 
Finally, we're going to have the live sports content we've been waiting for on CNBC, on E! Entertainment News Network, on the USA Network, right before whatever that detective show is with the white guy and the black guy that my dad used to watch that I don't remember the name of it now. It's uh, snarked. I don't remember what it's called. It's one word, something, it's a verb. And Peacock, the streaming service. Thank God we finally get sports on E. It's about time. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Pico. Not oh, Pico. Peacock. <laughs> Pico. Oh, Pico. That's well played. I wish Mike was, was here for that. Mike would have appreciated that. Here, yeah. He would have appreciated that. Uh, well, it's good because I've always wanted to watch a, a great, you know, Caps Penguins game right after some reruns of the Kardashians. So now I'll be able to do it. Yep. Love that. There you go. Uh, last story before we move on to the quick hitters. Can I just say that's dumb? It's it dumb. <laughs> put it on Peacock. Well, you put it on Peacock in USA because. I did. I know. See, I'm, sorry. See I'm e, having I a. I'm having a bad day. This is. I can't even. I can't even express my anger today. That's you did all right. You did all right. It's fine. You did good. It's ridiculous. Uh, last story before we move on. FanDuel and DraftKings. So the Athletic is for sale. I just thought this was an interesting story, and it all happened within the span of two days. The Athletic announces they're for sale. They've got some people kicking the tires. Among those people kicking the tires, FanDuel and DraftKings becomes big news. The very next day, FanDuel comes out and says, no, we didn't. Literally. No, we didn't. Really? No, we didn't. And we have no interest. Really? No, we have no interest. What about your parent company? No interest. Not the parent company, not FanDuel, not nobody, which I found to be interesting. Which doesn't help the athletic in their negotiations with DraftKings, probably. But true story. But go ahead. I feel the same way, Chris. I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm really dying to hear what that question was. Ah, quick hitters. Anybody have any? Because I got some. Speaking of the athletic, go to the athletic and read read Bill Shea's piece today. Does it That's quote the Fed cost index? It quotes. Chris Hartwig and talking about the fan cost index. DraftKings may buy it. Okay. <laughs> Quick hitters. Quick FanDuel hitters. said, we're not buying it. They're not buying it. Uh, Quick hitters. Josh, do you have a quick hitter? Anything? Nope. Chris? No? Yes. Here's, a, what, here's what I wish would happen to me. This guy, uh, Reddit user, oh, crap. I, I had this all teed up and then it scrolled down on me. Because I wanted to give him credit, but this guy posted on on Reddit. Oh, TN Sign Painter was his name. He he went into a, a thrift shop and bought a Scotty Cameron putter for one dollar. Yeah, you, you can't get them for like under five or six hundred bucks on okay. you know online. One dollar. I just I just you know hey, that's like the winning the lottery to me. If I go in and I get a, a club like that, Tiger Woods backup putter like that went for. Like three hundred ninety thousand dollars. It might have something to do with it being tigers, not just a putter. Mm. But how nice would that be? You go in, it's like, uh, yeah, we got to go to the used car. You get a, you know. BMW so Chris is giving a, Chris is giving a shout out to thrift stores. Thank nope, you to the shops. guy, the guy on the commercial. Oh, TN, I got a Scotty's camera butter for one dollar. <laughs> you should go to this place. TN sign painter. TN sign painter. That's pretty cool though. It, it, it is nice to see. It is I nice try, to see. I'm that. trying to 
I'm trying to come up with something positive. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Bust, Buster Posey. Chris, I think you I think you dropped your phone over there, Chris. I fell yeah, off. I did. So, uh, on a side note, Buster. But why we'll come, why we'll didn't we'll he play? Up. Who? Buster. Like, why Why didn't he continue to play? Like, like he was so adamant. I mean, I, I really like him. I think he's a great ball player. He's a good, good guy for the game. But why did he, like, why, go play first base? The guy can still hit. He had a, you know. I think he just wants to retire. He's well, retiring. Right. Yeah, but I don't he's... want him to. I want to keep watching him play, and he could still do it. So yeah. That's a compliment. That's nice of you to say. Yeah, yeah. it is nice of you. So you're just on the, you're just nothing but high notes. Speaking of compliments, we'll come back to Buster in a second. We'll finish on him. But I just want to make a quick shout out. So this is a new segment without a title. Okay. We're not we're not no title. No uh it doesn't it doesn't have a, a thing yet. But this is we're gonna have a little competition where we nominate each week our number one fans. Oh, and wow. this week. And these are people that claim to be our number one fan. They tell us their number one fan. This week's number one fan is Melissa Salaya. Josh, oh, am I saying that right? Oh, no. my God. No. Salaya. Salaya. No. See, this is our number no. one fan. Melissa Salaya. Both of you are like, no, no, no. So Melissa claims to be our number one fan. Josh, how do you feel about this? We love Melissa. We and she's love working. Melissa. She's not watching right now because she is currently finishing up the NSF virtual summit that's going on today. So we we don't give her any. We know she'll be watching tonight. Yep. Hope she'll be watching the recording. But yes, yep. we love Melissa. She's our top fan of the week. She is. She's the number. She's the first person to be added to the Ring of Honor. Melissa Salaya, rising star. She runs events for the National Sports Forum. She also claims that she would beat Mark Davis for best hair. She says well, she's on a streak of winning best hair in junior high and best hair in high school. If I if I'm correct, people pay that. people pay to do her people hair. pay her money to fix her hair is what she claims. So huh. true. Congratulations to Melissa Salaya from the National Sports Forum. Salaya Slayer. If you're from Boston, the the band Slayer. Slayer, yes, Slayer. our number one fan of the week. Slayer. All right, gentlemen. Now, what this does she was- win? She wins the honor of being in the ring of honor for the number one fans. That'll be enough for her. Yeah. That'll be enough for her. <laughs> what it, trust me. What you think there should be a higher honor than this? Come on. But I will say seriously, congratulations, Melissa, for being named on to front office sports rising twenty five last week. That yes. was, they had their they had their big spiel. So our biggest fan our, just got her second biggest. Accolade. I can't believe she associates with any of us, frankly. She her second really best accolade was that. Her biggest accolade was being inducted into the <laughs> ring of honor of number one fans for Uniform Exchange. All right, gentlemen, it was great to see you. Buster Posey, the best hitting catcher and the second best defensive catcher of the last 20 years behind Yadier Molina. We'll see you guys in a week. Oh, 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 oh.